0: I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon.
1: We want to keep refining the system from, okay, at least we stopped the negativity. Now let's, when you have a protocol, I want to keep using the word protocol, and you want to take a protocol like the one that uh, Claire has shared, Thank you. and then you want to refine it for your own personality, Like when it starts to fall apart or when it's going too fast or when it's going too slow or when I start to feel wound up, it's always good to have a a pre-planned phrase so that it is an edifying phrase you don't have to think about. I think if I were to say things, I do talk, I don't never talk, but I just will say I'm not in a good place and he'll say the same thing. Maybe it should be more edifying, but we do say that. It's no, a good, it's, can... it's, it's a good start. It's a good yeah. start. So just uh, as with anything, any skill, we want to look at it and look for a way to improve it, look at it and look for a way to improve. Yeah. it. So I want to validate it's a good start. Okay. Yeah. But there's 20 different things we can add to improve the yeah. elegance of it. So a couple of things as a reminder, when you're in these early stages, you're going to learn over time that, If there's any um, lesson you're trying to teach your spouse, there's none of that in the first level, three levels of intimacy. In fact, there's very rarely a time if you're offering to teach someone something they're not asking you for, you'll see in all the intimacies, there's no line that says, and this is where you teach your spouse a lesson. Okay, there's no line in there that says, and this is where you make sure they understand. All right, because there is no making sure another human being understands anything going from one direction to another as your listening skills. So one of our main goals during these first three layers of intimacy is to practice your ability to be a better listener by controlling the pace of the conversation. What Claire was saying there is really important because the consumer Has limitations as a mortal. And don't think that just because you're a a female who can hold on to lots of information, that you take in all the information accurately, that everything he says, you put instantly into the right part of your brain. All right. He needs a four square listening tool, but I don't. Okay. Let's make sure we don't come to the conclusion that I'm a really good listener and he's not because. I can remember what he said six years ago. That doesn't mean you're a good listener. Okay. And so these skills, including letting the other person be a good listener, I want to emphasize part of what Claire said with, if he doesn't control the pace of receiving your words, notice I didn't say him controlling the speed of your mouth. That's not what we're saying here. Him controlling the speed of the faucet where he can listen, okay, where he can hear it and be able to go, hold on a second, you've just put five Legos in front of me and so they don't fall on the ground and roll under the couch. Can you just give me a minute to put them in order either in my drawers of filing them or on my structure? Otherwise, the next five things you tell me are just going to fall on the floor as well. So if you want me to really value what you're saying, give me a second to process it. Give me a second to either sort it or take some notes. I have no problem. And I do this with the guys sometimes. If I see that I'm, there's a thing, there's a way guys' eyeballs look when they feel flooded at the very beginning. They get a little glazy. They like, I'm sure you all know what it looks like. Uh uh-huh, Yeah. They got the whole nod thing going on and you're all you're not even listening to me okay one of my favorite things to do is to say this would be a good time for me to be quiet while you get a piece of paper I need to gather my thoughts anyway so it's okay if you go looking in the garage under your toolbox for a notebook I'm sure there's I'm just I'll just sit here I love doing this in a men's group because most of them, wait until I lose my patience and then start talking again. Just sit there. Sometimes I'll point them out by name. Bob, do you have your notebook? Oh yeah. Let them get notebooks so they can write down. If they're using their phone, that's a little challenging because they could be playing Tetris while you're talking or Bejeweled or something like that. Okay, that's a little disturbing you have my permission to just walk out of the room if they're playing a video game while you're talking. Yeah. Try to do it with dignity, with dignity. Let me look at some of these. I'll give some uh, examples of pre-planned phrases. I'll give some of mine, but uh, you can give some of yours. Those of you who practiced them, pre-planned phrases, things like my favorite is one Claire already shared. What you're saying is very important to me. And then followed up with something like, I'm going to need a minute to think about that. I want to write that down. I need to go take a deep breath and walk to Canada and back and gather my thoughts after that one. Okay, I need to regroup. So we need both listeners to have the ability to pause the conversation so that you can consume it instead of being flooded by it. There's a common word amongst the women called triggers. now, sadly, some of the teachers on this concept say once you're triggered, you are sitting in an inner tube on a waterfall and you are now headed to your death because once you're triggered, there's nothing you can do about it. No, that is not true at all. Okay, a trigger is a biological reaction inside of your brain that stimulates more chemicals than would be helpful in the moment. And there are ways to clear that out and recenter yourself so you can listen again. You do have to do that work, but you can. But so ask for a minute. Don't say I've been triggered. Therefore, you need to fix it. That's another thing we hear in the books. I've been triggered. You need to fix that. I've been triggered. That doesn't work either. I've been triggered. It's my body. It's my body chemistry. I need to go attend to it. So imagine your neighbor comes to your house and says, Hey, can you come over and help me with a little thing really quick? Okay. And then they hand you a hammer or something like that and ask you to help remodel the basement for the next six weeks. And you're like, didn't you just say, help me with a little thing for a minute? But yeah. Okay. When you're asking for someone to, to be present for you, give a little bit of an idea of what you're actually asking for. It doesn't have to be graphic detail. Hey, can I get your full attention with your eyeballs looking at me for 37 minutes while you're not on your phone? Or, hey, can you half listen to me for a second while I ramble on about my day about things that don't relate to you? Okay. (laughs) Give a little bit of an idea of what you're actually asking for. Can I, one of the, are you in a, the phrase we use is, are you in a state of mind where you can dot? Are you in a state of mind where you can because sometimes it's not a matter of having time. I have time, but my brain's burned out. So if you actually want me to engage my thinking, you need I need to give you a different time slot. If you want me to be empathetic, the more tired I am, the less empathetic I am. And so I have my survival skill is to just not care, which doesn't help in some conversations. But sometimes my wife is just sharing things that aren't, not Don't require deep concentration. She's just talking, and it's fun to listen to. And she doesn't mind that I'm not giving it my heart and soul. Exchange a little bit of information on the content. Right Now, remember, in this phase of emotional intimacy building, it is unlikely that the conversation is going to end with you feeling fulfilled. I just want to make sure you remember that. This is not a stage where you leave the buffet table feeling fully fed, right? If it's done correctly, we're building a structure here that will leave you in a stage of emptiness or at least a degree of emptiness. So it's really important that you pay close attention to what is it we're trying to secure here and what is it that we're not trying to secure here so that your brain doesn't get aggravated with what's missing. Our main goal is to create the pattern of communication, not the completion of
0: communication, okay? You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the marriage repair workshops and the lazarus lectures this is a compilation of principles that i have pulled from my years of training study and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools the vision the ideas everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead, please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this, I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.